0: Yo, what's going on y'all? This is episode 21, the second episode of season 2, and we are back uh, yet again, the Notorious Sports Podcast with your co-host, hashtag Ant and Dame, uh, and I am so excited for this episode, uh, we took a little week and a half uh, break since the last time we've seen you, and uh, we are just so grateful and thankful to be back, uh, shout out to all the Spotify listeners, um, and Apple Podcasts will be on there as well soon, but shout out to all the Spotify listeners, we're As y'all know, some of y'all are listening to us on Spotify, and uh, we are now on there. And a shout-out to The Horn and uh, our viewers on there as well. Thank y'all for showing us all the love and support. I'm going to kick it to Ant. He's going to run down the show, and we're going to get right into it.
1: All right, y'all, y'all. So this week, we're going to finish off our QB list. We're going to go from 15 to 1. I'm sure there's going to be some hot takes from both of us (laughs) because, I mean, anytime you rate someone, there's always different points of views, whatnot, what. meets criteria, and then we're going to just talk about a little bit more NBA, uh, talk about the semifinals and conference finals, reactions to all that, and then our finals predictions. Uh, t- just, yeah, just talk about really what's going on in basketball right now. Um, but first, some news from the week and a half we were gone. Uh, Ex-Oklahoma City Thunder head coach Billy Donovan has signed a contract with the Bulls to be their next head coach uh and then second week two of the NFL we had some notable injuries Christian McCaffrey should be missing four to six weeks um Saquon Barkley is going to miss the rest of the season Uh, Raheem Mostert the running back of the San Francisco 49ers is has a sprained MCL and that just comes up to what degree it is on how long he's going to be out and then uh, the San Francisco 49ers also lost uh, defensive end Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa to an ACL tear.
0: Solomon Thomas. Solomon <laughs>
1: Thomas. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy G sprained his ankle, Jimmy G sprained his ankle <laughs> but luckily Drew Locke's yeah. out for this season. Yeah. Uh, Sterling Shepard got put yeah. on the IR today.
0: Yeah, it's just a lot of bad injuries. Ugh. I'm trying to think
1: of who else. I feel like there's more. Yeah, Malik. Which is crazy.
0: tore his uh is ACL, I believe, or his Achilles. One of the two. Yeah. Uh, and he's a fine young safety. I think uh, someone will get a bargain for him next year, should he yeah. stay healthy.
1: And I mean, even like preseason injuries, we didn't even talk about was mm. the Chargers safety. Yeah, Derwin James. Yes.
0: And then Tyron Tyrod Taylor got his lung punctured.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh man, it's been it's been crazy. Yeah,
1: cr- crazy season so far. <sighs> oh, uh. uh Portland Sutton's out for the oh season. Oh yeah, yeah. towards ACL. Yes, yep, yep. yep, yep. Had to drop him yep. off my fantasy, fantasy team. team. <laughs> they didn't even do anything. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got
0: you. What's but it called? Yeah, um,
1: just just a bad week too. Oh. But other than that, not too too much news. Um, SEC's first week is this year or this <laughs> this year. <laughs> yeah, Th- this is week. this this season? The
0: Big Ten's coming back. Yes. That's gonna be interesting. Yep. Um, but yeah, o- all in all, it's a
1: UT versus Texas Tech this weekend.
0: That'll be easy dub.
1: Yep. Easy dub, yeah, because UT looked phenomenal in the against home, home Just opener. Worked them, worked yeah. jumped from fourteen to eight. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, let's get into it. Let's let's do our QB QBs first because okay. I think the NBA would be a fun topic to finish out.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and um, go over my list of thirty-two to sixteen like we did last time. Um, for the listeners that have listened to episode twenty already. Um, I forgot about Ryan Tannehill, so I had to essentially push everyone down from where I inserted him. So, 32 is Ryan Fitzpatrick. 31 was Tyrod Taylor slash Justin Herbert. 30 was Joey B. 29 was Mitch Trubisky. um, 28 was Gardner Minshew. 27, Drew Locke. 26, Dwayne Haskins. 25 was Daniel Jones. 24 was Philip Rivers. 23, Teddy Bridgewater. 22, Sam Darnold. 21, Baker Mayfield. Number 20 was Ryan Tannehill uh that's where I inserted him is at number twenty. Nineteen, Josh Allen, eighteen, Cam Newton, seventeen, Jimmy Garoppolo, and fifteen, Derek Carr. Uh which pushes Jared Goff into the better half of NFL quarterbacks. Um so fifteen is Jared Goff. Uh fourteen is Kirk Cousins. I'm gonna go from fifteen to ten. Okay. Uh, um so fifteen is Jared Goff. Mm-hmm. Fourteen is Kirk Cousins, thirteen is Big Ben Roethlisberger, twelve is Kyler Murray. 11 is Dak Prescott and number 10 is Matt Stafford. Um I have cousins just a little bit better than Goff and Carr and Jimmy Garoppolo. I feel like they're all kind of in the same group. Um you're splitting hairs when ranking them. I feel like they're they all have their sim uh they all have their similarities, they all have their strengths, they all have their weaknesses. Um none of which will be the reason why your team wins a Super Bowl. Uh, but they can get you there, I feel. Um Big Ben at thirteen. I have a lot of questions about his accuracy. Um, I know I, I don't really play too much of, of health into it, but I feel like he's uh, he's been supported by a lot of great weapons over his career. And right now, Juju Smith Schuster. You have a question mark of whether or not he's a true wide receiver one or not. Uh, James Conner can't you know stay healthy. So essentially, the uh, the car the deck is that the, he's there's a lot there's a lot stacked against him essentially. So I don't I want this season will be a, a will be a good test for myself to see, okay, how good is he right now? Um, He's been in the league for 15, 16 years, I believe. So I think right now I have so many question marks about him, uh, and I feel like since he's an immobile quarterback, an older quarterback, um, I think personally for me I would take the much more athletic, much more mobile quarterbacks who also have shown that they can throw the ball down the field. Big Ben, there's a lot of question marks I have with him personally, um, as I mentioned. Number 12, Kyler Murray. The only reason why he's not lower or higher, technically, wouldn't it be? Higher on the list? Yes. Uh, the only reason why he's not higher on the list is because this is the second year. Uh, but trust me, I, I whenever we're back here next year, I won't be surprised if he's in the top 10. Um, he's an amazing player. I still have a little bit of question marks uh, uh, as far as, like, how good he does under pressure. I know recently against Washington, whenever they actually got some pressure on him, he struggled a bit, uh, threw a pick right into cover two. Landon Collins picked it off e- with ease. So, uh, I have some questions about that, but he is a very good talent, very good player. Uh, Eleven, Dak Prescott. I, I think this is where he is. Um, he's not you know, your top tier elite quarterback, but he's a good quarterback. He's a franchise quarterback. Uh, and there, there is, can be games where he can lead you to the to the promise line. He can lead you to a Super Bowl, I feel. Uh, being a franchise quarterback, although not being elite, it's still worth a lot of money, and he deserves his money. And then last, Matt Stafford. Um, they surround him with horrible um, defenses year in and year out. Uh, offensive line, it's, it's non-existent, hasn't had a good line, hasn't had great running backs. Receivers both, I mean, Kenny Galladay and Marvin Jones both aren't wide receiver ones. T.J. Hawkinson, the same boat. Uh, a lot of question marks. They have never really given him anything consistent, uh, but he's been consistent when healthy. Uh, he's, a, he's a great arm talent, and, and I like Matt Stafford a lot.
1: I think it'll be interesting this year with Matthew Stafford because now he has J.K. Dobbins, a good young running back. I think it'll be interesting, but I don't think it'll be um, enough. Obviously, DeAndre Swift. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. 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 D- J- J.K. Yeah. Dobbins was on my mind because yeah, I, yeah. look- I was looking at a <laughs> fantasy. Stu- yeah, 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 I was looking at fantasy yeah. stuff, and I think he was available in our league yeah. for some reason. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but I ended up doing this list last night. Um, I ended up switching a decent amount of pieces around. Um. So I'm going to read mine from 32 to 16 and yes one of my, my one of my players jumped into the top 15 for me actually based on the first two weeks of the season cuz we did last one before the first week I think. Yeah. Um so 32 is Mitch Trubisky. Yes, he's having their 2 and 0, but I have, I've been watching a lot of like his mechanics and whatnot and there's one ball like the first week and it just wasn't a tight spiral just not great form. So he's still bottom of the barrel for me. Uh, then thirty-one was Ryan Fitzpatrick. Thirty was Tyrod Taylor. Uh, twenty-nine was Gardner Minshew, which actually he might move up later in the season as well. Uh, twenty-eight is Nick Foles. Twenty-seven was Wayne Hashkins. Twenty-six Daniel Jones. Twenty-five Teddy Bridgewater. Twenty-four Sam Darnold. Twenty-three Drew Locke. Twenty-two, um, I switched. Jimmy G and Derek Carr. So, 22 is Jimmy G. 21 is Derek Carr. I think he's going to move up uh, quite a bit this season. I think I mentioned last episode, he's so low because he's been battling through back from this injury the last two seasons. So, he'll for sure improve for me. Uh, 20 was Jared Goff. Uh, He didn't move. 19 is Baker. 18 is Phillip Rivers. 17 last week was Josh Allen, but... Ryan Tannehill dropped to 17 for me Kirk Cousins is 16 and Josh Allen is going to be 15 he's going to be the first on my list for 15 Um, this is where I I, I think a lot of people are going to disagree with me is 14 I had Carson Wentz okay Um, 13 I had Ben Roethlisberger 12 I had Cam Newton Uh, 11 I had Dak and then 10 I had Kyler Murray Okay. Um reason being the reason I have one of one of the reasons I put Josh Allen in is cuz we've seen him now with a weapon and it's a completely different story. Um and I th- I think it will be for this season. I think him with a weapon is going to change a lot of predictions from the season and a lot of things that were said about him because one he looks ph- still phenomenal on the run. I think he's one of the more elite players out when they come out of the backfield um and then 14 i have carson went so low is because he he just can't stay healthy i don't know as far as skill set wise i know that doesn't it affects a lot because if i can't have you on the field i don't know where you kind of match up next to these guys like dak and these guys like matt ryan and Matt Stafford and all these guys who haven't really dealt with crazy injuries. And Matt Stafford's coming off injury from last season. But these guys really haven't had crazy injuries. Um, and then 13, I had Ben Roethlisberger. Um, same, coming off injuries, not crazy weapons, but still obviously a proven quarterback in the league for a reason. Um, then 12, I had Cam Newton. Uh I had him here because I have him in my top 15 because the criteria for my top 15 is players that can make a difference in the fourth quarter. And I I can't put Cam out of the top 15 for that exact reason. I think the game this week against Seattle, I don't think that loss is on him. I don't think that loss is really on any player on that team because obviously Cam threw the pick. But, I mean, quarterbacks throw picks. It happens. Uh, But... I I don't agree with the idea from Josh McDaniels, right? That's the McDaniel brother that's mm-hmm. the offensive coordinator. I don't agree with the notion anytime I'm in the five within the f- five yards of the goal line, Cam's going to get it in because now everybody's expecting you to use Cam to get it in. Um, so that last play I probably wouldn't have run. Defense did a great job of blowing it up anyways. Took out the lead b- blocker and there was nowhere for Cam to go. Uh, but still... Cam played phenomenal in that second half and in that on that last drive. So that's why I still think he's an elite quarterback in the league. And then 11, I had Dak. Um, I talk a lot of – I talk a good amount of crap about Dak just because I think it's all in good fun talking crap about the Cowboys. I think it's a fun thing to do. But he, like you said, he is a franchise QB who will get um, teams where they need to be. Yes, he can get you the Super Bowl. I don't know if he can necessarily win a Super Bowl. Um, but that just I, – I, he is a higher tier in the league. Um, and then 10 was Kyler Murray. And I think it's, like you said, second year in the league. Now he has two weapons. We're really going to see what he is capable of. And I, I think the Cardinals will be really good this year. We've already seen it the first couple weeks.
0: Yeah. Um, which you – you mentioned about Wentz. I'll, I'll go from 9 to 4. Um, I have Carson Wentz at number 9. I have Matt Ryan at number 8. I have Drew Brees at number 7. I have Tom Brady at number 6. I have Deshaun Watson at number 5. And number 4, I have Lamar Jackson, my boy Action Jackson. I have Wentz at 9 because I saw a man take a team to the playoffs and win the division uh, with AAF receivers. Now, for those who don't know or they didn't keep up with it, the uh, I believe it was the uh, American Alliance foot or a the 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 AAF the league that was here last last year. Um, one of the receivers actually played for the San Antonio Commanders. Uh, uh, not not it was Greg, it was something Ward, and he actually played for the Eagles. And I saw Carson Wentz take a group of AAF practice squad receivers and win a division. Um, his arm talent is is undeniable. His overall talent in uh, in the pocket, outside of the pocket, on the run, uh, everything he does, he, he's a great quarterback. Um, I understand many people say the best ability is availability, and I'm all for that. I understand that. But give my man some credit. He did play all 16 last year. Um, and whenever he was out of the playoff game when he got injured, you had a, a 280-pound man sp- essentially spear him right in the head. You know, that's just... You know he ended up getting you know penalized for it and everything like that. So that's not on him. It's just a freak, freak injury. It's a freak accident. Uh, but he is a great quarterback, and I've and I've seen it time and time again. Being a Washington fo- Washington football fan, I watch Carson Wentz twice a year against my team minimum, and um, he's a very good player. Considering he's never had a great offensive line, he's never had great running backs, never had great weapons. Um, Zach Ertz is, is a very good tight end. He's a great tight end. Dallas Goddard is now coming on. You know they're both good players, uh, but they're not upper they're not upper echelon top tier weapons. And uh, Carson Wentz has always put the Eagles in in winning positions. I feel um, as the Eagles' quarterback, so I'm a uh, I'm all I'm all in on him. I think he's very good. Uh, number eight, Matt Ryan, another one. If you're if you're an MVP in the league, the only reason why I didn't have Cam Newton um, uh, higher on this list was because I haven't seen him play in so long. So I don't, I didn't know, you know what I mean? Uh, obviously, now that I've seen him play the past two weeks, I should have had him much lower. I mean, much higher rather. I should have had him, you know, in the top fifteen range for sure. You know, but Matt Ryan's a great quarterback. He's he's another one, gunslinger. Uh, for many people who think he's a little bit uh, immobile, uh, or you know, he's not he's not very good outside of the pocket. I've seen him, especially this past week against Dallas, make things happen with his legs, whether it be running. Uh, Running the ball, whether it be outside the pocket, you know, gaining a first down, something like that, he's capable of doing so. He's a gunslinger, very smart quarterback. Um, seven, Drew Brees. I know, I know you're, uh, one of your, one of your folks might be mad at that. You know, Drew Brees at number seven, but I'm not, I don't agree with Colin Cowherd often, but you gotta, you gotta believe what you see. And, um, the arm, the arm is dying. Same thing with, with Tom Brady. That's why I'll, I'll group them together. Whenever you see balls that need to be driven, whether it be a, a corner route, um, an out, anything like that, those balls have to be driven to the point of attack. They have to be driven right into your receiver's hands. Those balls are dying before they get there. Wh- hence why you saw the pick six from Brady against New Orleans. Hence why you see uh, Drew Brees. They're... On- their, their vertical or their their deep passing game is non-existent. They that's why I was I was explaining to my dad is they don't have many five play drives. Everything's going to be seven, eight, nine, ten play drives because they don't push the ball down the field like that because Drew Brees cannot anymore. Same thing with Tom Brady. Bruce Arians. I'm surprised he's you know he's being as patient as he is with Tom Brady. Maybe it's because he's the goat. Um, but a Bruce Arians' offense is not dink and dunk or. You know, 8-yard, 10-yard pass here. A uh, Bruce Arians' offense essentially is like the saying goes, risk it for the biscuit. Um And, I, I mean, both quarterbacks, I will always respect them. They're very smart, high IQ players. They make the right throws. They make the right reads. But father time is undefeated, and you're seeing that right now. Those balls are dying right before they get to the point of, of attack. They're a bit slow on things. The arm strength just isn't there. Um And that's why I grouped them both together, I think. They're both also dinosaurs in the pocket. They can't, you know, uh, evade pressure like that. And um, I think I, 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 think this is where they are right now. But since they are so smart and they know the position, they know what's required, they know what's, uh, what to do when asked, you have to have them in the top ten. I mean, it, it, you know what I mean? Michael Jordan playing with the Wizards, I'm sure analysts back then were saying, okay, he's still a top ten player. It's Michael Jordan, you know. Um, number, number five, Deshaun Watson. That's it's a no-brainer. He's a top-five quarterback. Um, talk about someone who isn't given much. Th- terrible offensive line. I know Laramie was there, and Laramie Tunsil is a great left tackle, um, but it's still mediocre. I mean, I was talking shots to my guy Robbie Duncan. He was a he was an offensive lineman, I believe at either Old Dominion or UNC was one of the two, and we were talking back and forth, and uh, I asked him like, what's going on with the Texans' offensive line, and he was telling me they're they're very poorly coached. Um, and they're very one-dimensional. You have to you as a lineman, you have to have more than a punch to stop a defensive lineman, and that's what all of them have. They have one move, and then that's it. There's no there's no counter. There's nothing. Once they're beat, they're beat, and it's over. And uh, that's what it's been, Sean Watson's tenure at, uh, with his offensive line. Now, running backs. David Johnson didn't he just get hurt again, or, or or if I'm not mistaken, or something? He he's it's that's the best. Was that his best running back he's had his whole tenure? David Johnson, probably right, because he had Lamar Miller. Lamar the Lamar, Lamar Miller.
1: Yeah. I would argue, like name wise, yes, I'd say David Johnson. But as far as like actual performance, I think Carlos Hyde was probably the best one for him.
0: And and what and what is that? Not even he's not a top ten running back. <laughs> uh, yeah, Carlos.
1: Hyde, well, last <laughs> season, I think if I'm not wrong, mm-hmm. Texans fans, whoever's watching, I, if you I'm not wrong, Carlos Hyde may have had a thousand yard rushing season last okay. year, which was like the most in his career. Like yeah. he had his best season last year.
0: Yeah, that's that's why I'm like I don't.
1: And he, then he just walked. Yeah, they're just like yeah, b- it's, bye. It's
0: it's there's no consistency there from anything. The only consistent weapon he had was DeAndre Hopkins, and they were great together. But guess what? He's gone. Now you have Randall Cobb here, can't catch a pass. Brandon Cooks here. You it it's, it seems it seems as if there is no fit. Will Fuller, whenever he is healthy, there's times where he he's very good. The up uh, this this past Sunday, he had no catches zero i believe he had zero catches um and that's what i'm saying is Deshaun Watson you talk about making making stuff happen making chicken salad out of chicken you know what that's what he does literally week in and week out um and and i i i can't ignore that i mean i didn't even talk about Deshaun's skills i mean th- those are we already know what that is you know where he where he ranks um lastly Lamar Jackson I, again mvp
1: Lamar Jackson's at four feet, right? Yep. MVP.
0: MVP. Elite runner. Elite thrower. Elite outside of the pocket. Elite inside the pocket. Uh, His offensive coordinator is great. Um, Coach Harbaugh's done uh, very well with the development of Lamar Jackson. Um, But let's not get it twisted here. Lamar can do it all. Um, He's not the arm talent that the three people in front of him um, are. And he's arguably not a better arm talent than, you know, Deshaun Watson or Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, Kyler Murray. But he's still great. And the production is there, the wins are there. And um I, I can't argue with that. Action Jackson, the truth.
1: Okay. Uh so nine for me was Matt Stafford. Similar to you argument, but my argument is I for what he's had, I can't argue what he's done. Um last year he had a five thousand or he was on pace for a five thousand yard season, got hurt obviously. Um but with who exactly was he going to throw 5,000 yards to? Yeah. So, like, that just, that's got to be chalked up to placement of the ball, obviously, stuff like that. So, that's why he's so high for me. Eight is Matt Ryan, obviously a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. Um, we know what happened there, but great weapons always seems to. I mean, the first game of the season, he had three receivers over 100 yards receiving. Um, there's very few QBs, I think, um, that do that. Um, but obviously, when you have the talent like he has, it boosts you a little bit. But we can't argue with what we've seen in the numbers that we've seen. Um, seven uh, was Tom Brady for me. I know a lot of people, a lot of older people aren't going to like that. Um, even some younger people that are Tom Brady um, fans aren't going to like that. But, I mean, like you said, his, his, him and Drew Brees, you see the, the arm is dying. Slow, slowly, that strength, that zip to... Get these tight windows; it, it's dying, and that's why we saw the pick six. I think Tom Brady has how many interceptions this season already? Three? Yeah, I believe so. Three, and man, if he keeps that pace, that's a yeah. That's a bad. That's a bad season for him because yeah. I think it was this. This was his first game with multiple interceptions in a game. Mm-hmm. It was last week, which is crazy. Um, I was gonna switch, but I'm gonna leave these players here. Um, six. I have Lamar Jackson. I have Lamar Jackson at six because, um, yes, Drew Brees' arm is kind of dying out, but I still think as far as IQ wise, um, and I mean he didn't have his primary target, Michael Thomas, which people are different on him. I know you're different on him as far as where he ranks among wide receivers, but still having that your number one weapon. I mean we've seen what happens with Deshaun when he loses his number w- one weapon. Um, it goes with any quarterback in the league, I believe. Uh, so yeah, Drew is still five for me. I don't know if I'm ready to take him out of the top five because of what we know he can do um, and whatnot. Um, and then number four, I had Aaron Rodgers. I had Aaron Rodgers at number four because he's one of the play- players we've seen do nothing or do something with nothing. Yeah. Uh, last last year he got an injured, uh, injured wide receiver core and a bunch of other guys off the practice squad to to the NFC Championship, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Um, I still think he's one of the better arm talents in the league. I think he will be for the next couple of seasons. Father time is starting to count down on him, but I I don't doubt if you get him another decent option like Aaron Jones out of the backfield is great because he hasn't had an elite player out of the backfield in forever um I think that's great for him because now that the arm strength is going to start slowly dying obviously because we've seen it in all these other older quarterbacks those little dump offs that Tom Brady loves that the Patriots are liking to do with Cam a little bit um we're gonna we're gonna see those come in handy and Aaron Aaron Jones can make that happen and yeah that was my top that was nine to four. That's what you did, right?
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. To your point about yeah, like tight window throws. That that's a that makes it a lot easier for what I was trying to explain with Brady and Breeze. Um, is like I mentioned, when you have to drive the ball for you know well when you have to drive the ball wi- for tight window throws, that requires a lot of force emphasis. There's a lot. Th- it's it's a lot different. You have to drive that football into that window, and Brady and Breeze, as you're seeing it. Slowly but surely, is going down and down and down. Their ability to do that is not there like it once was. So, uh, yeah, good good point of mentioning that because yeah, it, it fired my brain back up.
1: And also for me, Lamar's out of my top five because last year they were an they had an elite team, and you're exactly where these other quarterbacks were in front of you, except Deshaun and Russell Wilson. And Patty, spoiler alert, my next few. Um and Aaron Rodgers, they they arguably did better in the playoffs than you. Patrick Mahomes won the Super Bowl. Russell Wilson, I mean, as Russell Wilson. We've seen him do it do it this year. He only has eleven completions on incompletions on the season. Mm. Um and Aaron Rodgers, I mean, he got the NFC championship game with arguably arguably a worse not even arguably, a worse team than you. Yeah. Um so that's Andrew Brees, I mean yeah. Enough said, but.
0: I yeah. have, um, uh, I'll go from three to one. So you basically, that was your order was Watson.
1: It, three to one, mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson, Russell Wilson, and Patrick Mahomes. But I'll let you just say your piece and then I'll say my arguments for my players.
0: Yeah, so number three, I have Russell Wilson. Uh, number two, I have Aaron Rodgers. And number one, I have Patrick Mahomes. Um, I'll start with Patrick Mahomes. Do not argue with me that there's someone better than him right now. I'm not, tr- I'm really not trying to hear it. Um. When it comes to arm angles, tight window throws, um, throws in zone coverage—I mean, literally everything, every aspect of the position—he's great. Um, even outside the pocket, even outside the pocket, when you ask him to run, we just saw against the Chargers. I believe it was what third and twenty or third and eighteen, and he picked up a first down with his legs. Like there, there's—you cannot stop this man. He is the best quarterback in the league. Do not argue with me. If you're the one that's arguing that, just stop. There, it's there's no argument. Um, to, I had number two at Aaron Rodgers, because like you said, uh, like like uh, like like Josh Norman, he always makes all these Lord of the Rings analogies with with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, is, you know, he's he he is a magician, man. He just he 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 is the he is that guy. Um, again with Mahomes, every aspect of the position, he is great. But I think Pat Mahomes, his arm talent, his arm strength, uh, and the overall arm angles he's able to get these balls off and and throw them accurately. Man, I just I think that's where he has him beat. So that's why I have Aaron at two. But Aaron is phenomenal. Uh, and number three, Russell Wilson, my pick for who will be the MVP of the season. Spoiler alert, um, he's he's great. And um, another team that offensive line isn't very good. Dwayne Brown's their best player. Outside of that, it's just a bunch of uh, uh, Jags. Just another guy at all those positions. Uh, receivers are are good. You know, Tyler Lock is good. DK Metcalf's a you know emerging star. Uh, Chris Carson's good. But you've seen Russell Wilson succeed and do great things with mediocre, subpar talent at school positions. And right now, you're seeing when you have someone that actually has talent, when you give him a talented you know squad, a talented roster around him, he shines even brighter. So. He's a great player, and like I said, every aspect, every facet of the position that they ask him to do, everything that he's supposed to do, he does it at a great level, at an elite level. So, uh, I think those three for sure have to be in everyone's uh, top three.
1: Yeah. Um. So the reason I ended up putting Deshaun over Aaron Rodgers, um, it was it was that was probably the toughest part of my list was actually doing this top five. Well, top six. I could interchange any of them with certain arguments. Um, but um, I believe that Deshaun is in danger of being w- what Aaron Rodgers is in league, and that's t- what two trips to the Super Bowl, one ring. Yeah, that's w- it because of the organa- organization that the straw he drew. That's what where I see him. Um, but just as of late, I think I've seen Deshaun do things that only he can do, or the two players in front of him can do. I think he's done some things I, d- I don't know if Aaron Rodgers can do anymore, so that's why I ultimately put him over. Um, I mean, Davo Sweeney said it best. We saw him do some Michael Jordan-esque things um, yeah. last season especially. I mean, get kicked in the eye, throw a touchdown, <laughs> get hit by two defensive players, spin out, win the game. I mean, there's, ve- there's very little... Th- um, there's very few people who can do that. And I, I don't know if even the two above him can do some of the things he does. There's other things they can do that he can't do, obviously, while they're above him. But there's... Being in the top four or five of the quarterbacks in the league, you do some things that other people can't do. Um, so that's why I have him here. And we saw with when he has a weapon, an elite weapon that actually catches the ball because anybody who's watched the first couple games for the Texans, they're dropping passes. It's not bad passes. It's you drop that pass, like so. When you s- give anybody elite weapons, um, they're gonna look better. Just like why Russell Wilson is so much higher on my list than he probably would have been. Uh, but he he has some elite weapons and elite core now. Like you said, you summed it up pretty perfectly. Um, you see them get better. Like yeah. he's already a phenomenal QB, but then you give him people who are gonna catch the ball and break off routes better, beat cornerbacks like it it just makes the QB look better when you give him people to actually throw to and then Patrick Mahomes MVP Super Bowl win I mean there's not much else to say um, doing things that very very few people in the league can do slash have done like he makes some throws that I think other people can make but don't um, but yeah that, that's my list man
0: yeah I feel pretty confident with mine and, and yours isn't bad whatsoever um I can't wait to you know revisit this topic next season, um, and yeah, man, it's just it, it's been fun. I, I think uh, I think this is I think this is pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, but we're now we we're can.
1: We're about thirty minutes in. Okay. So we,
0: we can just discuss a little bit about the NBA. Yeah. Um, so unless you've been living under a rock, the Clippers got upset, blew a three-one lead. Um, ha 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 y'all you know what i
1: mean <laughs> y'all
0: the the national media and many nba fans it's truly only just people who hate lebron um, you know talked all year about the clippers being you know the big bad wolf that are ju- that's just going to ruin the plans of the lakers and lebron um, maybe they believe that too but while while me and me and anthony both on our first ever episode, did not see the Clippers making the conference finals. I think we later revisited it and said that
1: they probably will. I'm not. I don't remember fully. We've said at some point we said at the in the first one I mm-hmm. didn't have them. I had yeah. Lakers, Rockets, or Lakers, yeah, we Lakers, both did. And Nuggets, we, maybe. We, we we both did. And then later in the season, we were like, Lakers, Clippers, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. And depending on who the Clippers end up playing. There was big I thought issues. That, I thought the Nuggets for sure were the team yeah. if the Clippers saw in the cycle yeah. round they'd be fine. Yeah. But obviously, I mean sometimes we're all on judgments and sometimes <laughs> matchups actually are good yeah. for other teams.
0: And they they got embarrassed. Um the notion that their title window is just, is just the is Grand Canyon sized and they have, you know, all the time in the world when they don't uh spoiler they don't they don't have the time for it they don't have the cap space right now this team that you're seeing as constructed the only way they're going to gain any cap space is for one uh 80 million of that cap is b- is taken from Paul George and Kawhi Montrez Harrell is going to be a free agent Lou Williams gets his money Marcus Marcus Morris you'll lose him he just made 15 million this offseason and you're not going to pay pay a role player that much money um it, it's they're in a spot where, essentially, this year and maybe next year, depending on how they build their team, those are going to be their best years for a title for title contention. After that, they are done. In year three, when that Kawhi contract, when he's getting paid, you know, God knows how much million close, to, you know, to forty million, if not more than that. And Paul George is is right there, close to him, right behind him. It, it's it's they they don't have a window. Similarly to the Lakers, the only difference why the Lakers' window isn't bigger is because LeBron's thirty five, and he'll be thirty six in two months, three months, you know, that's literally the only reason. So yeah, the Clippers, the Clippers got, got embarrassed. Um, they are who I thought they were personally. They are who Nick, like Nick Wright said, they are who they thought they were. Uh, it, it, it's I'm to say I was, I was shocked at first. Yes. But after, you know, taking some time to kind of like digest it. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not shocked that, that, that this happened.
1: Um, I think I agree with you on their windows small, but I think their windows are over personally. I think even watching them against in the first round, I wouldn't have been surprised if the Mavs had beaten them in the first round because that's how good this West is, and I can only anticipate the Mavs get better in this offseason because I believe they have some cap space to build and make some moves. They can trade some of their role players, get some uh another star in next to their other their two big stars now. Um but yeah for me the Clippers they need it they have to make moves this off season. You made big moves to go to the finals this year and you didn't even get to the finals. You didn't even get to the conference finals. <laughs> so yeah, I believe this is another year you have to make big moves in the off season. And the first thing I would do is trade Paul George. I don't think Paul George um Personally, anymore can be a second option on a team because we've seen him in the playoffs twice be the second option on the team, and we've seen what happened to both teams. Uh, even arguably last year, I'm talking about the year before last year in OKC, uh, or, yeah, when it was Melo, Russ, and him. I don't need my second player going. Yes, Russ shot horribly that game, but I don't need my second player shooting, making five shots and going for, what was it, Eight points, <laughs> nine points. Like, come on now. Yeah. Like that. 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 I don't. I don't. I don't want to hear playoff p. Yeah. I don't want to hear hitting side of the backboard on a wide open corner three. Like, if yeah. you're an elite second option, you don't. You don't hit the side of the backboard. Like Caruso hit the side of the backboard last night on on a layup. Like you're telling you're telling me Paul George did the same exact thing as Alex Caruso did. <laughs> like, come on. So for me. Honestly, if I'm Kawhi, I go, I go to, I, I go to, management. I go to coaches. Whether that be Doc Rivers this next season or not, I, I go out to them and I'm like, "Yo, we need to talk about this dude that I said to bring in." Like they need, a, they need to have a serious discussion about Paul George because there's players that can do what I saw Paul, Paul George do in the playoffs, and there's, and if you want to expand this window, like you said, it's gonna have to be Paul George because he takes up. A lot. A twenty five percent of that cap. And I don't think he's worth twenty five percent of cap on any team, to be honest. Maybe like a like a young team needing a vet now. I guess that's what he is, is a vet in the league. Uh but that's my little rant about him is I think he can't be a second option anymore, especially after they're showing in the playoffs. You can't validate you're giving me this much a year.
0: Yeah, they they're cooked. They, they they I, I didn't want to go that far, but as you were talking about it, I can definitely kind of buy into that theory, that, that idea that yeah, and also this too, age is also a factor. Isn't Paul George turning twenty eight or twenty nine? Yeah.
1: Like and not only that, bro, you had an M V P caliber season last season and then you're gonna do this in the playoffs? Yeah. Like you're telling me people were like I was arguing for you to be M V P last season. Because in the month of January and February or December and January, you were at like thirty-four, eight, eight, and two, two steals. Yeah. That being two steals. I'm like, you're having an elite stretch, and OKC is the second team in second seed in the West. Yeah. And Russ is playing a Russ season. Last season, I think at that point he was like twenty-four, ten, and ten. I'm like, that's great, a great duo. And yeah. then you just proved me wrong when you went to a, a better player and proved you can't play a side, side. By side with elite talent because, I don't, yeah go ahead i don't
0: i don't i don't even know i don't even know where he goes like i, I hypothetically right, everyone would want paul Paul george right yes, like i i know like if he was a spur, you know, I love it, right, but who where you're not he's not going to another title contender in a similar role, you know what I mean, what team do you think will say, okay, a title contender team would say, okay, we're gonna trade x piece. And he's going to come here to be our second option.
1: No, I don't. I don't think any yeah. title-contending team would take him as the second option. I don't no. even know if Dallas takes him as their third option because I think they're they're pretty set on running with Luca and Porzingis. I could see them taking him there.
0: That'd be nasty. I would like that. I would.
1: I would see that taking there. But when he gets there, if I'm Luca, I'm hey hey hey. You know those last shots you like to take now? Like you're comfortable taking some clutch shots now because you were feeling yourself in OKC and in LA. I, I take those here. You you, you don't. <laughs> And if I'm covered, I'm not passing you. I'm passing to that seven-three guy that I know can hit. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, the the Clippers, man, they're in a tough spot. And I'm not gonna lie, I don't feel bad for them. Uh, nor do I feel bad for the national media, the sports media experts, who tried to bury the Lakers and tried to bury everything LeBron did this off season. With oh, the Clippers are better. The Clippers are better. Um, it, it, and, and these are supposed to, you know, and these are the experts, right? And we're all wrong. But to not take into account um, overall continuity and, and chemistry with a team, come, that, that's rule number one you never break. You know what I mean? Why do you think people don't say, oh, when I'm building a hypothetical team, I'm going to put Allen Iverson, I'm putting Kyrie and all this, because it's like there's only one basketball you know, same and 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 the, it's that's why you know the number one thing everyone says is whenever you make a a a, a quote unquote oh this is my super team, everyone's like oh well, that's not gonna fit that's not gonna work, so, I,
1: I there was something I sent to y'all the other day that I want to pull out. Um, I got you. Um, so go ahead and talk about more. Oh, I found yeah. it. <laughs> um, so for the people right now, especially since we're talking about LeBron and the Lakers and the Clippers and whatnot the people who are saying ad's carrying lebron like the narrative that he's carrying lebron the net efficiency of the lakers when both are on the court is plus 10.4 which would rank second in the league when it's just anthony davis they're minus 6.2 which is 26th in the league when it's just lebron they're 12.6 which is the first net efficiency rating in the league now Obviously I don't love when you get into the specifics of that but when LeBron's on the court by himself he's still making the team better yeah. by himself. When Anthony Davis is in the game by himself he needs another playmaker to get him the ball in the spots. Yeah. I've said this time and time again on the show that the AD is playing so good because LeBron's having his best assist season ever. Ever. I think he's the oldest player to ever lead the league in assists. Yeah. And it's because he's like AD shoots this percentage from half an inch there so I'm gonna throw the ball a little bit closer so he comes that half step in like it's stuff that you need to understand as a player like Danny Green has said it LeBron was like sag off of him in that corner because he can't. He shoots 12% from that corner and and Danny Green was like (laughs) and he he missed the shot and LeBron looked at him like that like LeBron does his homework there's no narrative like I'm not knocking Anthony Davis Anthony Davis is playing phenomenal in the, these playoffs, but don't get it twisted that LeBron's being carried these playoffs.
0: Yeah, yeah, people are crazy. Um, yeah. Speaking of the Lakers, I mean, you could just segue into our predictions for like the Commerce Finals and stuff like that.
1: I do, I do want to bring up one more. Okay, go ahead. I, I want to question one more All Star and one more Superstar okay. while we're doing this. Thoughts on Giannis's loss in the second round?
0: Oh yeah, yeah, that.
1: Because we mentioned it last. Yeah, we didn't. We yeah, m- yeah. mentioned the last episode, but we didn't talk about it. Yeah. I responded to a tweet on Twitter and this guy said who are your superstars in the league and in my head a superstar is a team a player who I put on any team and immediately they're a playoff team I don't know if I can put Giannis on any team in the league and they're a playoff team I think LeBron Steph Curry KD and Luka, I think you can put on any team, and that team's a playoff team. I would add Kawhi. I I and would Giannis. I would I add Kawhi, but I don't know if I put I Giannis on. Would. I don't know if I put Giannis on. Who is the worst team in the league this year? Giannis on the Cavs. <laughs> Are they a playoff team?
0: I think they make the playoffs because it's regular season, right? This is a regular season. In the playoffs, yeah. they're not winning, and in the regular season, he's dominant. Like he's. You know, he's Will Chamberlain, <laughs> you know.
1: But, but as soon as the playoffs come, no, no, but yeah. people are going to be no. like,
0: shoot it. And that's why, personally for me, as I talked about, we I said, let me see how this Heat series plays out, and I'll have an answer when we're talking about Luka and everything. Luka's a better player than you. I would take Luka over Giannis right now, any day of the week. Give me the, the – many will say, oh, it's too early, he's not this. He's a top five player in my book. Give me the top five player at age 21 – any day of the week, you give me him right now, I will take him over Giannis and not look back and and live with the results. Yeah,
1: and I've been talking to people here and there. There's a couple guys I I work with now. Um, I work at a new job. We, yeah. Yeah, we, we work. We, we both yeah. do. We both do. Yeah. Uh, there's some guys I've been talking to at the work at work and whatnot, and I'm saying I'm telling them, in three f- years we'll say four years, LeBron will be out of the league. In three or four years, Giannis will be twenty-nine. Or four <laughs> years he'll be twenty nine. Three years he'll be twenty eight, depending on LeBron needs the league. Three or four years, Luca's what? Twenty four? Twenty five? Twenty four. Twenty-four. So he's younger than Giannis, and we've already seen what he's done. And Giannis is having his breakout season now. So I'm not saying after after LeBron retires, it's Lucas League. It's not yeah. Giannis's league. Like Giannis isn't up next. Lucas up next. Yeah. So, that's my little rant I wanted to have there. Um, but, yeah, we can go ahead and do our prediction unless you want to say anything that no, else, like, no, add I agree. anything to Luca.
0: I agree 100%. Uh, my conference finals predictions, right now the Lakers are already up 2-1. I think it's going 5. I think Lakers will close it out in five games.
1: Shuck sure and jive.
0: Yeah, shuck sure and jive, Lakers in 5. Um, I think the Heat win in 6. They're up 2-1 as well. I think they'll end it in 6. Uh, I think they win tonight, go up 3-1. They'll lose game 5, win game 6. Um which will lead us to the finals of the Heat and the Lakers. I think the Lakers get it done in six.
1: Um, I I pretty much agree. I have Miami in seven because uh we we saw how the Celtics kind of adjusted. I th- I think it'll be a tough adjustment for the Heat. Um, the way just the way they play defense, how they how the Celtics played that game three. But I have Heat in seven because I think it's going to be a tougher series to close out than I don't think the Celtics go out in. Yeah. Six and then I have Lakers and five. Um, I just think that they're a little too <laughs> overpowered. Um, I, I knew they weren't gonna sweep because the way the uh Nuggets have been playing this playoffs is ridiculous. I wouldn't be surprised if it went to six, I would be very surprised if it went to seven. Uh, and then my finals Lakers versus Heat, La- uh, Lakers and six because the way the Heat play, they're not gonna go out.
0: Yeah, they're not going outside, they're
1: not going outside. Nope. And even first of all, getting to the finals for the Heat, they ain't going. They're, they're, yeah, not, they're not sad. Gonna, yeah, they're, they're not, not sad. sad. Yeah, because there was a segment at the beginning of the season. I think it was Lisa Leslie mm-hmm. on ESPN yeah. said that she thought it was a losing move for Jimmy Butler going to Miami. <laughs> she said. So does Stephen A. Stephen he, A. Was th- both that too. both of them were like, "Yeah, he's going to Miami for the for the culture. Yeah, the beach and the thing that rhymes with beach. Yeah, but." Uh yeah, I think people forget that Eric Bolstra is the top 3 coaching league.
0: He's coaching the best basketball
1: yeah. right now. Like he he's probably the best coach left in, in the playoffs and I I think people are forgetting that when you build a team and have an efficient offense and have players that can fit each role in that offense, it's it's raps. And I think I think Miami has the better players that fit into their system. Mm-hmm. I think they run very very little isolation ISO ball on offense, which makes them that much more dangerous, because you have one, two, you have five guys that can go off for twenty at any given point, because Duncan Robinson in game one had was what six of twelve from three.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, and then they're gonna run that zone against the Lakers as they do every team, and while the Lakers have good shooters and their shooters can get hot, uh, they can also go very cold very quickly. Yeah. And running that zone saying, oh, here, Danny Green, take seven threes. Oh, here, KCP, take five threes. Oh, here, Alex Caruso at the top of the key, take five of them.
1: Yeah. It, it's it's going to take – they're going to be like, yeah, hey, role player, beat me. Yeah. LeBron, don't – you're not – like, you're seeing two guys anytime you touch the ball.
0: And and there might be times where they'll try to defend him like Giannis. I don't think it will be as successful because LeBron's just a better overall talent mm-hmm. uh, processing the game and actually that his the actual skill itself. But – It'll be a dang good series, and I think the Lakers get it done.
1: Yeah, I, I think the Lakers are, at this point, a no-brainer for the finals. Uh, It will be interesting to see who wins finals MVP because I'm not sure what goes into voting for that. I don't know who goes into voting for that. Um, But it will be interesting to see. I, I, I think if the, if they play the Heat, it very well could be Anthony Davis because the matchup with Bam, as I do like that a lot, the matchup of Bam and AD, but I think AD would expose that zone and that defense a little bit more than LeBron would be able to. So yeah. I could see AD winning the Finals MVP. I think it's LeBron. I mean, I mean, of course, yeah. I mean LeBron being the best player on the team. But <laughs> I mean, if LeBron goes for what, We'll say twenty-seven, nine and ten, and AD goes for thirty-four and thirteen, it's tough.
0: LeBron, I think LeBron. That LeBron's three and six in the finals. Talk about his record. All you want, but don't tell me he don't show up to play. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Twenty eleven. He. Twenty eleven. Yeah. You. You got him there. But every single other finals, no. He's. He's there.
1: Yeah. I'm. I'm excited though. I. I think it'll be the more exciting series actually to watch the Heat be in the finals.
0: Well, that's all we got for today. Thank y'all very much. Shout out to the YouTube community. Shout out to y'all. uh We got a camera going right here recording us and everything. So go ahead and check that out on YouTube. Go ahead and follow us on Twitter at Ant and Dame. That's at A-N-T A-N-D-D-A-M-E. Go ahead and check our Twitters out. They're in our bio and in our pinned tweet. Just go ahead and check us out, y'all. Thank y'all very, very much for all the love and support. And thank y'all to the Spotify listeners. Apple Podcasts will be on there soon. And shout out to the SoundCloud listeners and the horn. Thank y'all again.
1: All right, Later, y'all.